0: On today's show, let's talk about yellow hydrogen. What is it? Which countries are investing in it? And whether or not it's a viable alternative to green and blue? So the big questions in the energy industry today are, how is hydrogen the primary driving force behind the evolution of energy? Where is capital being deployed for hydrogen projects globally? And where are the best investment opportunities for early adopters who recognize the importance of hydrogen? I will address the critical issues and give you the information you need to deploy capital. Those are the questions that will unlock the potential of hydrogen, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Paul Rodden, and welcome to the Hydrogen Podcast. Alright, so yellow hydrogen. Sometimes you hear it called as pink hydrogen also. Now, to get yellow hydrogen, it's the same process as green, but instead of using renewable energy, you use nuclear Now, if you've listened to this podcast in the past, you know that blue and green hydrogen get most of the press. They're seen as the two best methods of developing hydrogen while lowering carbon emissions. Blue hydrogen is the more economic choice for the near term, while green is a long-term choice with the expectation that costs will be driven down through government incentives and economies of scale. But there are other ways of developing carbon-free hydrogen. And we've already talked about turquoise. Now, let's discuss yellow. Now, yellow hydrogen uses the exact same technology that green does, which is PEM electrolysis, which electrochemically splits water into hydrogen and oxygen. So when you're looking for the difference between green and yellow, with green you're at the mercy of the climate and weather, whereas with yellow you have a steady stream of electricity. The other big difference between green and yellow is the price point. According to Forbes... Creating hydrogen from a nuclear facility would utilize the power at a capacity factor of 90% instead of renewables at 20 to 40% capacity. That in turn drives the cost of production down substantially. And while there is a substantial cost reduction using nuclear power through PEM electrolysis, there is also another method of production that can be used at a nuclear facility. I've talked previously about turquoise hydrogen using methane pyrolysis. That requires a very high heat point to chemically break down hydrocarbons into hydrogen atoms and solid carbon. Nuclear facilities reach these points and, in turn, could also create hydrogen through methane paralysis. A recent joint venture between French and Russian state-owned nuclear energy giants EDF and Rosatom have teamed up to develop low-carbon hydrogen projects in Russia and Europe. This according to RechargeNews.com. While their announcement says that they're looking to use both PEM electrolysis and methane conversion with CCS, they're still labeling the hydrogen as green. And this discrepancy in color nomenclature is why some large organizations like Exxon would rather use the technology used to create the hydrogen as its label. And in an interesting development in late 2020, the Idaho National Laboratory Research Center, part of the U.S. Department of Energy's group of national laboratories, started working with a privately owned Minneapolis-based company, Excel Energy, to develop a hydrogen energy production facility. The project has over $13 million in federal funds to develop the Yellow Hydrogen Facility and will most likely take place at the Prairie Island Nuclear Facility. According to the Energy Department, this is a game-changer for both nuclear and carbon-free hydrogen. It offers a view of the energy structures of the future, which will integrate systems to maximize energy use, generator profitability, and grid reliability, all while minimizing carbon emissions. And while the hydrogen produced will be used at the facility, the option remains to sell excess hydrogen to other industries. Now, currently in the U.S., the Department of Energy has awarded millions of dollars through public and private partnerships to a few utilities seeking to build demonstration-scale facilities to produce hydrogen from nuclear generators, This, according to SP Global, with one of those projects being the Excel Energy DOE project I just spoke about. Another demonstration is from the Arizona Public Service Company, who's also working with the DOE, to produce hydrogen at the Palo Verde nuclear plant. The utility intends to use the hydrogen to burn in a combustion turbine, decarbonizing and extending the life of its natural gas plants. The utility has committed to nuclear at least through the mid-2040s and is using hydrogen production to generate the maximum value from those investments in the coming decades. An interesting company to keep an eye on in the near future is New Scale Power LLC, which is a company focused on developing new nuclear reactors. According to Diane Hughes, New Scale's Vice President of Marketing and Communications, New Scale is fielding strong interest in our hydrogen production capabilities, With our commercialization plan to be ready to deliver modules in late 2027 to the extent that customers want to deploy new scale plants for hydrogen production, it's possible to see this occurring by the end of this decade. And with all this interest in nuclear-generated hydrogen, there could be a new lease on life for the technology. Well, that's it for me for today. I hope you've enjoyed this brief introduction into yellow or nuclear hydrogen. And if you have any questions or comments, come visit our website at thehydrogenpodcast.com. And as always, stay safe, take care, I'll talk to you later. Hey, this is Paul. I hope you liked this podcast. If you did and want to hear more, I'd appreciate it if you would either subscribe to this channel on YouTube or connect with your favorite platform through my website at www.thehydrogenpodcast.com. Thanks for listening. I very much appreciate it. Have a great day.